Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello and welcome to the Manu Cherry Show. It's Thursday. A little bit kind of misty outside is how I would describe it. I think we're definitely moving into beautiful fall weather. The trees are absolutely stunning. And um, it's kind of interesting that the Middle East is kind of stunning, too, in a different way. It's just, wow. I I look at, you know, the changes that have occurred, you know, this year so far in the Middle East. It's kind of shocking. Yeah. Well, they they have called it the Arab Spring, but uh, it's really lasted through the summer and now (laughs) into the fall as well. But lots of changes happening this year uh, in 2011 in uh, the Middle East. Yes, a little bit of housekeeping, it sounds like. Well, I guess it's just a tough time to be a dictator over there (laughs) right now. That's a really good way to to put it, because we heard this morning that Omar Gaddafi um, has passed away or been murdered or yeah, killed. He was, or... A, he was assassinated yeah. and, uh, by, uh, you know, rebel troops in his, mm-hmm. his hometown. And uh, they say there's speculation that it might have been by his own guard. I think people finally... Really? Yeah, people associated with the Gaddafi regime kind of saw the writing on the wall that if they didn't uh, kind of make this change now that they were going to end up all Yikes. dead themselves. So, right. Cause, well, yeah. And thousands of refugees um, now are in Turkey, you know, not being able to live safely in their own home country. That will probably change now. Yes. That, yeah. Uh, they'll be able to go back yeah. uh, after a while, I'm assuming. I mean, because things must be kind of, you know, disturbing, to say the least. They have sure. been for a while. Yeah. But, you know, trying to get all their bearings straight about what's going on in that region of the world in Libya. It's it's been a, a real interesting time. I mean, to watch it because it, you know there's been really no real democracy um, outside of say Israel. Some right. would probably argue. Right, uh, I would. <laughs> but but, um, but uh, now that's really changed, and and that's that's interesting. You've got uh, quite it's a few democracies springing up now. So. I, I think from a Western point of view, we really are hoping that that'll be we something do. along the lines of what we'll we last. have here. Yes. Yeah, and be a lasting uh-huh. democracy, which uh-huh. would be good. You know, it, it, it's not good for us all to be enraged all the no, time. Absolutely not. <laughs> and it's just fascinating to see all these dictators basically yeah. falling out of place. And I guess yeah. everything has its time, but to have so many in a short period of time and disappear. Well, I, I just think it's fascinating. One thing I've found fascinating is that uh, we have often uh, been uh, propping up some of these dictators, yeah, like in hello. Egypt. And and part of the reason you know that we've given is that uh, that the dictators are pro-American, right. whereas goodness knows what would happen if you know the people just had their way. But <laughs> it looks like you know the people are actually not. They're, anti-American at no, all. They're you know, doing they a great job em- themselves. Embracing, yeah. you know, the, the well, world. Well, and, and, you know, we've so. been surprised uh, when we put up these dictators. You know, we, we help bring new people to office in parts of the world. And, and, of course, not all Americans know that we have our hands in the soup um, creating leadership in countries. And we find out that once these dictators take place, 
many of them turn against us. So um, it's really not good American business to decide no. who rules what country. <laughs> Probably not. No. Let the people of the other countries decide, Absolutely. I would think. It's, how, it's partially how Khomeini came in power and... And Iran's never been the same since. So it's just not in our best interest to meddle. We just should just create our own problems at home and let everybody else figure out their own lives. Well, I think if we are going to meddle, you know, it should be the world coming together, you know, to deal with rogue states, I think, rather than just one country. I agree completely. Yeah, I agree. Maybe if we just if we want to meddle in, you know, foreign affairs, maybe we should just meddle in making sure that the world is uh Fed, you know, maybe that's where we should just put all of our energy and and buy food instead of weapons. <laughs> maybe that'll work out better. The what's the expression? Uh, bomb them with butter instead of bombs. You I, know, love you know? I love so, it. I love it. So I think that's a good thing. I do too. People tuning in now must think they they've tuned in to meet the press <laughs> or something by accident. But, instead uh, of where energy and medicine meet. Yeah. Yeah. The Marie I, Cherry Show. I think though that you know um, world topics are interesting and and that it is all about energy too. I mean, it is a huge energy shift occurring in the Middle East right now, and it'll be fascinating to see how that continues. You know, and of course, we all send love and light, regardless of what's going on in the world or who's leading what country. You know, wishing for peace and happiness for all of us. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. Well, it is Thursday, but on, you know, what's unusual about this Thursday is I'm not interviewing a guest, so it's going to be more of me and doing readings. We're going to continue. Never a bad thing. Well, thank you very much, It is much, the Marie Manucherry Show, after <laughs> thank all. Thank you so much. Well, you know, we've been really busy because Alyssa and I are working on the first proof of the book, so we're, like, going through 200 pages of, is that... Th- Right. <laughs> so um, it's fascinating. We're pretty busy now. Right you've now. been talking about this book for Forever. quite a while on the show. Forever, yeah. When are people actually going to be able to get a hold March of it? March 1st is when it will be released. Wow. So we've got, what, three and a half months, something like that, four and a half months, something like that. And yeah, then, yeah. It's coming up soon, though. It is. It's coming up very soon. Yeah, and it looks really pretty. It's so fun to see it in print and the fonts that are used and the illustrations. In fact, I'll be, when I get back from my vacation, I'll be interviewing um, Susie Russett, what's Susie Russell Hall, she's the illustrator for the book, and a local artist here in Seattle, um, a medical illustrator, and also a fine artist. So that'll be fascinating to talk to her before the book's released. Lovely. So today we're going to talk about spirit guides and and what guides also have to say about 2012. So when I do readings for people, we'll kind of put that little you know info in there. I like that. And all of those good things. Lovely. So what um, phone lines or numbers do people need in order to give us a call? You read my mind. I was just going to say <laughs> we should give out the phone numbers. And if you want to call in today, we do have a couple lines open. Give us a call at 425-373-5527. That's 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven, or if you're outside the Seattle or Bellevue areas, give us a call toll free at eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. That's eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight. And tonight, if you want a reading or potentially a, a mini reading in person, I am teaching the last of the Stepping into Consciousness courses for this year, and we are going to focus on spirit guides. And 2012, and of course, anything else, I love stepping in consciousness classes because like-minded people come together and spend two hours of really fabulous energy charging you up, hopefully until the next stepping into consciousness, but at least for a couple of weeks, getting your energy into a phenomenal place. So who do we have on the line, Eric? Right now, we're going to pop over to Spokane and talk to Susan. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good, busy, you know, but that's kind of my life these days. I keep thinking it's going to, like, quiet down, but it doesn't. No, 
I think that's life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What can I do for you today? Well, I'm curious about my guides. You know, over the years, I've had some dramatic experiences with my guides, but it's Mm. been fairly quiet over the last year or so. I think I'm getting direction, but it's very, very subtle. And I'm just curious if you can pick up anything. Could you um, you express or explain one of your dramatic experiences? Because I think even listeners would like to know, so many people are trying to understand what it feels like when you're connected to your guides or... You know, you have a life-altering moment with them. So do you mind sharing? No, no, I don't mind at all. Probably the most dramatic was when I was going through a divorce. Um, I was driving one night to a class that I was going to and circling downtown looking for a parking spot. And all of a sudden I heard as clear as my own voice, it will be okay. And it, it startled me because... You know, I hadn't had an experience like that before, and so I thought, well, was that me or was that something else? And I've come to believe that that was my guides talking to me. Wow. And were you pretty stressed out about your divorce? Yes. Wow. (laughs) And and did you remember that voice, you know, during the divorce proceedings? And and if so, did it comfort you? It did sometimes. I can't say that it was uh, (laughs) (laughs) something that got me through the whole thing. It was just time, mostly, but... Well, you know what? That's interesting that you say that because what your guides are expressing to me now is the word faith, you know, that mm-hmm. you've had moments like you're probably convinced more than the average person about your connection and the validity of these beings who are guiding you during your time here on Earth. However, you tend to not hold on to that frequency wow, that was real, you know, like you let your mm-hmm. mind come in and question it and wonder and go back into your fear versus that calming experience that you get um, when you communicate with your guides, which is a big part, I believe, of their connection to us is to bring us peace. Yeah, I believe that too. So what can you do to work on that faith? And they really want you to have it done before um, January 1st. (laughs) That's their goal. Like, okay, good, Marie, could you tell her like by the end of the year, this would be great. Well, I have started meditating again. Mm, And Um, what happens for you when you meditate? Right away, nothing much. You know, it takes a while. You, you talk about it being building a muscle, and that's the way it feels. You know, it takes a while, especially after I've had a long lapse, for mm. that muscle to come back. Mm. But I do have a regular Reiki practice and yoga practice, so nice. I think that all works together also. Right. So do you think the meditation is going to help you with your faith? It does ground me more, yeah. Okay. So here, I have an idea, along with everything else that you're doing, is to put on, like, the next time you get a good message like that, since you know what it feels like to get a message. Mm-hmm. And I like yours. I, I, the first audio message, you know, where I heard it in my ears and I knew it wasn't me. And I was actually, I wasn't even thinking I was going to get a divorce, actually. <laughs> I was trying really hard not to get one, but I really needed one. Yeah. Um, in my, I heard clear in my head, you will be divorced in two years. And I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> will not. Um, So the next time you hear that calming message, um, write it on a sticky note and put it on your bathroom mirror. Because I think that it'll bring that same frequency that you get at that moment and it'll move into your body and you'll start to build your faith. Because what, what your guys want to have happen in 2012 is a lot. And they believe in order for more a lot of things to occur in your life that you really already want, you need to really build on this faith piece. You need to, you know, be clear about it rather than confused about it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes perfect sense. 
good. Well, I wish you great luck, and I know you're going to do it. I, I, I think you're by like I see you like mid-November. You're going to go. Oh God, this is not going to happen. It's kind of what you'll be feeling. Hopefully, won't. Hopefully, by tomorrow, you'll have all the faith set into your DNA and your cells, and you're off. But I see you like mid-November, kind of rolling your eyes. But believe it or not, by the 18th of December, I see I see it clicking. Like you know, something in your frequency now has a better recognition that everything's going to be great. I mean, really, not kind of okay, mm-hmm. but really great. Mm-hmm. Good. So keep me posted. I will. All right. Thank you. Have a great day in Spokane. Thank Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Our next caller on the line is Shauna from Seattle. Hi, Shauna. How are you? Hello? Hello, Shauna. Hello. All right. I think. Hello? Uh... Oh, there you are. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> that mute button that's my cheek. Oh, that's uh, I. I do that on my cell phone sometimes. Uh, it's quite yeah. annoying because I'm going hello, hello, and hello, the person's going Marie. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Oh it's those you know very soft touch phones, right? Yeah. That right. we all want, but um, are a little too technical for our faces. Right. So, what can I do for you today? So I was just kind of at a general cross trip just interest in maybe in just general feedback it's not super specific uh-huh. <laughs> um i don't know maybe it's the time of year when more stuff comes up yeah do you think you're at a crossroads because it's like you were about to say those words it felt like to me yeah, yeah you do feel yeah, like you're at a crossroads yeah, yeah. i do I feel like you are. Here's one one of the interesting things about crossroads. A lot of times we think crossroads are like like super definable. They're light and dark or they're black and white like a divorce or staying married. Like they're so, you know, obvious. But you're not uh-huh. in an obvious crossroads. However, I think this crossroads is incredibly profound because I believe even if I hadn't left my marriage my life would have changed dramatically anyway because I'd already mm-hmm. started to work in energy medicine, and that was huge for me as a person, as an individual. So regardless, my life would have changed dramatically. So, right. so you're in a crossroads. It's just not as black and white, like getting a divorce or having a health issue or moving to Tahiti, you know? Right. But it, not moving. No. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. But but so it's not as bla- you know glaring from the physical perspective, but it's actually more profound. It, it really is more profound. And it's funny how what your guides are telling me is that you do not take them seriously. Really? Do you, yeah, do you think I that's true? I feel like tr- I do. Okay, well, I believe you, but I'm just they kind of No, no, it's because <laughs> feedback. Yeah. What they say is that you think of them more like Laurel and Hardy. You know, that they're, if you really liked Laurel and Hardy, and I don't know how old you are, so I don't know if you remember them. But they, seven, not really. Uh, yeah, okay, they're comedians. <laughs> they were kind of, uh, how would you describe them, Eric, Laurel and Hardy? I'm the same age oh, as her. And she doesn't know either. <laughs> no, Laurel and Hardy are were a great comedy team. You know, there was the, uh, the, yeah, the fat one and the thin one. and, and The crazy one. So yes, I sort of yeah. listen to them when it benefits me, maybe, but I don't, I do ah. ask them for feedback, but sometimes it's. Like, sometimes it's really good, but sometimes the message isn't coming through. See, but, but you're not taking them seriously. So I love what you said, Eric. That's, they were a great comedy team, and they were hilarious. They were funny. Like, they used to hit each other and knock each other over and do routines like that. 
<laughs> yes. It was funny. There's more to it than that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those are my <laughs> memories, my 50-year-old memories of, well, whatever, whenever Laurel and Hardy were popular. Um, obviously, you know, I'm older than you guys. So, so that's what they're saying, that you're not taking them seriously. And you're saying the message isn't coming across. And they're saying, you know, that what do they have to do? Hit you over the head, which Laurel and Hardy, I mean, the, these comedians. Um, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know a little bit. Of the, yeah, they used know, to do like physical harm where it looked painful. Yeah. Whether it was or not, I have no idea. <laughs> Probably not. But their skits were like that, right? Mm-hmm. And and so um, so they're saying, do we have to hit you over the head, or could you just take everything we say as important? What would it be like, yeah, if every message you received from your spirit guides was important? So here's an example. Um, so my spirit guides talk to me all the time about meditation. In fact, I had to confess to Tammy Simon when I interviewed her because she's mm-hmm. a meditation teacher that mm-hmm. I rarely meditate. So I I, I can conf- every day. So you I'm meditate every day. Yeah, I practice Ascension. I've done it every day for oh. over three years. Since okay. Then. Well, congratulations. My guides are Profound probably... experience. It's been a gift. My guides are probably clapping right now at you and thanking you because they ask me often, oh, just go sit on the couch. They always make these cute references almost every day to meditate. And I always go, oh, thank you very much. But yeah, it's probably not going to happen. And, and so that's what your guides want you to do is at least acknowledge because in the acknowledgement, you learn a lot because, you know, there are times when they tell me, again, recommend, Marie, could you go meditate? And, and, and I do. And I'm uh-huh. so grateful that I do because my stress, you know, decreases by about 80% when I'm stressed and I meditate. So right. I guess it's the message is, <laughs> okay, I'm so, you see, you, are you teaching meditation classes? Uh, no, I'd like to actually, the practice that I um, do, Ascension, in order to be a teacher, you have to go and ascend for six months. Uh-huh. Well, you so know, I, I would like to do that. Um, it's kind of finances too. That well, do like, you have to teach exactly? Do you have to just teach exactly what that is? I mean, meditation has many forms. Yeah. No, that's the only one. And how many, times, I... how many times have your guides t- asked you to teach meditation classes? Just curious. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they've, I have felt very definite to stay on this path for ascension and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and to make time for it every day. Okay, so, so here's what's happening right now. You're getting stuck on a certain way of things, how things are. This is why when your guides communicate to you, you're not always receptive because it has to be spelled out the way you think it's supposed to be. Mm. Guides are telling you what is in your highest good, not what your human mind thinks how things should be. So number one, they want you to teach meditation. They ask that you do not wait till you're certified to teach ascension. They want you to start teaching meditation, period. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't actually teach it. I mean, you take a sacred vow. You don't actually teach it until you have permission. From but, but you don't have to teach ascension. You can, no, no, you can no. teach meditation in a different form. See yeah, what I mean? How you're true. stuck yeah. again? You're stuck on this. You have to do this one particular. This is the only way that you're going to allow yourself to teach meditation. Your guides are going, really? Wow. Hmm. So, so, so here's the other, here's the other thing. You love meditation. You're, you are committed to it. You know that it is very helpful for human beings. Ascension is not the only way to meditate. 
And yeah. me- meditation is the doorway to help other people connect and trans- transform their lives. So go teach meditation, period. But they don't want me to wait and maybe do the six months and... No, because you're not even going to wait six months because you can't even afford it. They already know it, or you think you can't afford it. So, so they're not going to. No, please go start teaching meditation, and then when you're when you take the classes, if you want to teach that, you can. You also think it's very sacred. You may not want to teach that. I don't know, but go teach and have fun and help people to start to grow and help yourself grow in your confidence as a spiritual teacher. And stop arguing with your guides, please. Well, I definitely. Well, thank you, Maria. I definitely will. <laughs> try and listen to them more good it's exciting so remember guides are are expressing what's in your highest good that rarely is a reflection of what the human mind believes how we should do things rarely okay 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 good have a great day thank you (laughs) and if it doesn't work out she can always say like oliver hardy said well that's another fine mess you've got me into (laughs) You are so great. See, you did see that show, right? Yes, I I, I do remember seeing it as a kid. (laughs) And it was a fine mess over and over again. So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. It's Thursday. I'm not interviewing a guest today. Kind of a switch in a... Switch up in a schedule. Another fine mess, as um, Lauren and Hardy would say, right? (laughs) That's right. We'll be right back. Join Marie on October 20th for her Thursday evening class, Stepping into Consciousness. This two-hour-long seminar will teach you how to positively live in this reality. Come interact with like-minded people, and you may even receive a mini-reading. Stepping into Consciousness will be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at the Redmond Town Center Marriott. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. That's 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health, and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. No, you're not alone, and it's not just you. The things you're experiencing are actually being felt around the world, and there is something you can do about it. Tune in for It's Not Just You with Lorelai Spiegelman, Susan Wayman, and Siobhan Mitchell. Three professional women of wisdom who compare current events and how they offer you insight into your own personal world. 
Monday morning at 9 a.m. Are you looking for tools to enhance your life or to bring those things you desire into your life? Marie offers a variety of CDs to help you do just that. Get acquainted with your seven primary chakras and balance your human energy system. Or is embracing your intuition what you're looking to learn? Or would you rather focus on a healthy immune system? These CDs and more are available through Marie's website at energyintuitive.com. For a complete list of CDs available and their descriptions, please visit Marie's website today. Get to know your spirit guides at Marie's November 5th Saturday Workshop. Marie, along with her guides and yours, will help you to feel more confident in your connection. This interactive day-long workshop will assist you in unraveling the mystery of your guides. You will learn techniques to better understand their existence in your life and to communicate with them. Come join Marie at the Courtyard on Lake Union on November 5th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Register online at energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. And welcome back to the Marie Menu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle. You can also listen to us online at energyintuitive.com. And where else can they find this radio show, Eric? Of course, they can listen on the Alternative Talk 11.50 website, which is 1150kknw.com. Lovely. And all the shows that we have done over over three years now are also archived on my radio show page. You can also podcast them. Of course, I don't know what that really means because I don't have an iPod and I have no idea how to download anything. <laughs> but it's all explained on the website. <laughs> podcast is just another word for audio archives. Oh. So people can actually subscribe to them. Yeah. So that means it automatically downloads yeah. to your computer or your uh, MP3 player. So. Yeah, I know. I have people on Facebook telling me all the time that they just, you know, they can't wait to the download. They even write in our office, how soon will it get down? And we're pretty good. You <laughs> yeah. send it to us quickly. We upload it very fast, but sometimes it's just not fast enough, which, of, of course, we just take as a compliment that people well, want to listen to Well, I think people want to go back if they've called into the show and listen to the calls because it's it's difficult to take in everything, I think, when you're on the air. You right. Know, you can be a little nervous and... And also, you know, their friends and family want to hear as well. Right, so, yeah. yeah. It's a great service. Oh, thank you. Why don't we go back to the phone lines? Let's talk to Molly in Seattle. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hi, Marie. Congratulations on your book. Thank you. Thank uh, you. It's almost five years to, I think, the time I first met you. You were down at the Seattle Center in the spring of 2007. Oh, my gosh. For some kind of an expo, some kind of an event. Wow. Yeah. So, and I just want to know, uh, how my spirit guides are doing? Are they communicating? Or are they <laughs> are they saying anything? Yeah. Well, how do you normally, or do you normally? You know, I get messages in different ways. Sometimes in dreams. Sometimes in, in turning on the radio and a song has the answer, or a conversation I hear. Or so I get different types of messages, mm-hmm. and that's the way I communicate. I meditate, but. I don't seem to get the answer right when I meditate. It might be later. Later. Oh, yeah. I, that's yeah. actually my favorite, too. I, you know, because I think some of us, we really need to relax when we meditate. Because yeah. sometimes I'll sit down and have like a million questions. My guides are like, really? You know, could you just turn it off? Don't ask a question. Just be with yourself on the couch, you know. Yeah. Right. Um, do you, I think you have seven guides. Okay. Um, and seven is a spiritual number. It's the highest spiritual number there is. And it means, um, at least for me, when I see seven guides around someone, that having a spiritual practice is an important thing for you. Yeah. That not having one, you could be easily distracted because you have a really good common sense mind. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. very practical. You can get through things very quickly. 
um, great resolution, fast. You're not easily confused in the human world. You know, you've, you've got it figured out. That's fabulous. But they said that because you have such a strong practicality, you can get overly, you know, connected to it. Like it's hard for you to break it maybe perhaps, you know, to just sure. that makes sense. move into the etheric and relax, so mm-hmm. to speak. So, um, of course, they do want you to meditate. But they said that they talk to you often. They do agree that music is a great outlet for you. They also say that that the communication is very soft and kind. Like they say very kind, loving words to you. And they, they believe that your own inner self-talk is not as kind to yourself as it is towards others. And so they say that's why sometimes you miss their communication because it's oh. almost like your mind wants to throw out, we love just, you, babe. I just heard that the other day. Really? I thought I heard, um, be as kind to yourself as you are to others. That's basically oh. something I picked up yesterday. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So when you, you know, so I would keep your, you know, because you do have a good ear to the other side or to the multisensory world. You actually do have a very good ear to it. It's almost like having a third ear, like a third eye. <laughs> and yours is well tuned. So when you start to hear just soft rumblings of we love you or you're amazing, really attach to that because that's oh. where the messages are going to come from for you. And your guides say you're going to turn this on really quick, like within, um, we're like the end of October, um, before the end of November, even by mid-November, you could have like, oh my gosh, I'm hearing my guides all day long. I know. And it's going to be really good for you because they actually want to help you move through something. Are you looking for a career change? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what they're looking. They want to help you move completely through a career change. They said it's going to be a piece of cake once you start listening. Okay. I love it. Thank I you for that. I love it. Thank okay. you. And have mm-hmm. a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's talk to Chris in Seattle now. Hi, Chris. How are you? Good thing. How are you? I'm great. What can I do for you? Well, I have, a, I guess, a couple of questions. Um, one, you know, what are my spirit guides saying to me? And, and the other is I'm um, having some heart issues, and I'm wondering uh, if something... But- going on other than... Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you having palpitations? Yeah, yeah. palpitation or an extra heartbeat or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah, it's, very it, strong. it's skipping in there. I mean, I, I can't say for sure you're actually skipping a beat, but yeah, it's active in your chest from a cardiac yeah. perspective, right? Yeah, yeah. It feels to me that it's very hormonal related, so I don't think that you're actually having real cardiac problems, but... Okay, but, you know, I, I am one of those people that thinks, wow, if things continue and you notice it's not stress-related, then, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't hurt to go in for a checkup and have someone auscultate your chest just to make yeah. sure you're not really skipping a beat, right? Yeah. Well, I I've mean, been in and out before. You know, it comes and goes. Oh, okay. And, then so, and I've been in and out to doctors about it, but I'm just thinking maybe no, it's that's something good. more energy-related. Yeah. If you've already been to the doctor, then I'm I'm good to go. You know, if you've okay. already done that, what I think is responsible, healthy part of being in a body, uh-huh. I think we're good to go. So, because okay. I do think it's hormonal related. And so, okay. do you take any, you know, herbs or vitamins for your hormones? Yes. I'm on a natural meds for, for my hormones. Are, are you on like a... Um, Oh, what are those called? The compound hormones? Is that what you're on? Um, not exactly, but they're good. some of a natural, through my natural path. Okay, good. Yeah, because I kind of don't want you on those compounded hormones. I know I'm not saying the exact 
correct phrase. I'd rather okay. have you on herbs to support your hormones versus uh-huh. actual hormones. Okay. That's my perspective anyway. Yeah. Um, but of course, you know, you can have that conversation with your natural path. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Well, wait a minute. We're not done. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's good, right? That's really good. But we need to figure out how to reduce the stress in your life, too. Yeah. Are you taking anything for your adrenal glands? Um, she has me taking some stuff, but I'm not real good about taking it. Yeah. Could you please take it? Because that's what, it, you know, the, the adrenals are like the powerhouse of your endocrine system, at least from my perspective. Okay. And so when you're not taking your herbs for your adrenals, then the rest of your hormonal system has to work double to sometimes triple. To uh, uh-huh. Okay. So please take your adrenal gland herbs. Please, please, okay. please. Okay. Promise? I just, yes, I promise. Okay. And, and one more question, because what your guides are saying, you know, that when you were in your naturopathic office and your naturopath is prescribing, you know, natural remedies for you to take for your adrenal glands, what made you not take them? What happened? Was it in the office? You were like, God, I hope I can remember to take those. Or was it later at home? Geez, I just don't feel like... What was it that came in that disrupted you from following the... It's the timing of when I'm supposed to take it. I'd never seem to have them with me at the uh-huh. right time or remember to take them at the right time. Uh-huh. And like so... So much time before a meal or okay. after a meal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would keep those adrenal, um, like the ones I take, actually, I just take them in the morning and then, and then the afternoon. It doesn't say anything about meals. Of course, I don't know what your physician prescribed you. But yeah, maybe, I, bought, I have two different ones. Okay, so maybe put some in a baggie so you have them in your purse or your car and then at home. Okay. Okay, so it's a timing okay. thing. All right. Yeah. So are, are they? is there anything else that they're saying to me? Because I, I, basically, I don't think I hear them. <laughs> They would agree with you on that one. Yeah. (laughs) They would totally agree that you are not paying attention. They say you kind of ride on automatic pilot, which makes sense. That's why you don't remember to take your supplements. And you really do need those adrenal gland herbs. Your naturopath, from my perception, is right on about them. And your adrenal glands seem like they're getting out of the toilet, but they're still kind of in the toilet, which means that they're not happy campers, in my opinion. Um, Uh So... So one way to look at it, when your naturopath prescribed these herbs, that was kind of a message from your, from your guides. So okay. I guess I'm just trying to look at the whole perspective about listening about what's good for you. So actually, uh-huh. I'm going to recommend that you repeat a mantra. And okay. the m- mantra would be, so like you do it once a day if you want to for two to three minutes. You repeat it over and over again. And the mantra is, every day and in every way, I hear guidance that creates health and well-being and growth of consciousness in my life. Okay. Every day and in every way, I hear guidance that helps me grow in my health and well-being and my consciousness. Okay. Something like that. Okay. And then say it for two to three minutes out loud every day. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Okay. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, let's stay in Seattle. Let's talk to Lisa. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I am good. How about yourself? I'm great. Thank you. What can I do for you? Well, I'm not real familiar with my spirit guides. Oh. Um, and I'm wondering what they say and if they think I should stay in my marriage. Ah, about your marriage. Wow, it's kind of a tough one. And, and guess what? You, I don't know if we've ever spoken before, but you get to disagree with anything I say. We have never spoken. <laughs> I'm okay. new to this. 
Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt when you were talking about your spirit guides. So in other words, when I say it's a tough one, I met your marriage and you get to disagree with anything I say because it's your marriage, right? I'm this person who's standing outside of your life because we've never met, it sounds like. And I'm right. just this voyeur into your temporary world, you know, based on our connection that we're having right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can say, oh, no, Marie, it's a great marriage. You're wrong. Um, but my overall feeling when you ask about your marriage is that it's tough. It's a tough marriage. Right. Is that right? Yes, it yeah. is. And, and here's, very challenging. Very challenging, right. Here's what I feel. I feel that you have worked very hard to make this marriage work. I also feel that you take the majority of the responsibility for its problems. And I believe at, right now, at this point in your husband's development, he isn't interested in taking responsibility. Is that true? Yeah, I would I would say that he's not interested in taking responsibility, but um, I equally take responsibility. I don't I don't take all the responsibility, but he's not willing to accept responsibility. Right. Yeah. And and, and you know I I believe you, but I hear the guide saying that with how much work you've put into this marriage, it sh- it shows that it's on your shoulders because he kind of you know he thinks that just showing up is his job. And, you know, talking about problems doesn't really interest him from my perspective. And and you look at the whole picture. In fact, one of the reasons why you've stayed in this marriage for as long as you have, and I don't know how long you've been married, is because you can see him really well. You can see his pains and, and his wounds. And you take that into consideration when you're looking at the marriage and how long to stay in it and how you need to help him. Now, right. his pains and his wounds are his. They're not yours. And even though he has them... These are his responsibility to heal, not yours. Correct. And even though you're taking, I mean, it's kind of you, it shows that you have compassion, but you're kind of giving him a get out of jail free card by going, well, all of these things happen to him. That's why he's the way he is. Correct. But at some point it's like, okay, you you know, you're growing up now. It's time to get rid of the baggage and to deal with the past. And, you know, we've been married. 10 years, 15 years together, and, you know, I shouldn't be punished for, you know, your wounds and pains. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. That's wonderful. So here's what I'm going to recommend, and I know it's, maybe it's going to sound mean. It might sound mean to the listening audience, maybe not to you, but I would make a decision about how much longer, like, are you going to give this another year? Like, you know, like you're going to sit him down. Maybe you guys have already done this and say, hey, you know, I love you. You know how much I want this to work, but yada, 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 yada. And we need to figure this out within a year or we need to figure out how to end it. So I'm what your guides are saying, one more year. At the longest, one more year where the two of you are going to have discussions about the pros and cons and come up with plans that he agrees to participate in, like getting therapy. And I'm not talking about marriage therapy first. I think it would be great for him to go into individual therapy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then, and then, you know, after he's had that for a while, and that could be a minimum of six months, and he still maintains individual therapy, then you can do some marriage therapy too. But he needs to figure out his own stuff. Interesting. That's correct. And if he hasn't figured it out in 20, 30 years, then... Right. By himself, it's probably not going to happen. I mean, that is kind of where my head's going, but I don't see you leaving this marriage tomorrow, even though you're unhappy with it and you wish it would disappear. So that's why I'm thinking 
your guides are recommending, and I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, good idea, that you give it a year to have some conversations with him and see if he's willing to act. And if he isn't, then I think it's perfectly fine to go, wow, okay, let's move on. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Does, does that sound okay for you? Yeah, it does. I've never thought about the individual. We've, you know, pursued a couple, you know, couple therapy, but we never take the time to continue, I guess. So, yeah, individual therapy would be great for him. And, and if the two of you decide not to stay married, which is what I believe will ultimately happen, um, it will help you to, you know, create a relationship that works really well outside of the marriage, you know, a friendship that you will be happy about. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your service. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye-bye. Alrighty, bye-bye. I want to remind people they can call in today at 425-373-5527 or 877-825-8828. Again, that's toll-free, 877-825-8828. Just a few minutes left in the show, but uh, we can use those minutes to talk to you. And speaking of which, let's go ahead and uh, bring on Emily, who's calling us from Kirkland today. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi. Hi. Um, I'm fine, thank you. Good. I'm um, interested in learning about the number of guides I have mm-hmm. and also what they say about our finances. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you have a lot of guides. Um, you have 12 right now, which I think is a lot. I, I'm not sure if that's your normal number. Like sometimes people get extra guides when they're having a hard time or things are kind of challenging or they're learning something new and they need extra guides to help them with that learning because the guides they currently have maybe don't have enough skill set in that area. I do think that normally you do have nine guides. So I think you've got an extra three hanging out with you. Oh, Yes. And people who have nine, it means that um, they're getting close to not having any more lifetimes on earth. So that means that they're not going to incarnate into the earth plane. Uh, you know, like maybe they'll have three or four more lifetimes, or this could be the last one. I don't know for sure because, you know, all of that is free will. Um, but there's, you know, a big part of your soul that's like, yeah, that's enough time on the earth. That's okay. But I don't want to do that anymore kind of a thing. <laughs> so um, I, it looks like you have three extra guides. So the finances, do you think that both of you individually have um, have issues regarding um, management? Well, about the finances. Do you think that both of you have issues regarding that individually, you know, and then it comes together as, um, you know, as a problem in the marriage? Um, I don't know if I feel that way about it. Because I'm picking up that there's a trigger for both of you. So either, you know, you each may, and uh, this is just an example, maybe you each had some struggles or your parents did in childhood or, um, One of you had a parent that complained about money because people can have money, but complaining about can create a lot of stress in a family. Even if there's enough, it kind of creates like this worrisome and doubt. And so it looks to me that each of you is individually triggered. And so coming together can make finances challenging. Well, yeah, I think our parents struggled Mm -hmm. with finances and particularly my husband's. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, I think I think my parents did as well. They they had an emphasis on on finances, uh-huh. um, but we're having you know um, a challenging time with our finances right. as well at this time. Right. So it's your history actually that's creating the challenge 
That's what I'm picking up on. That's what your guides are telling me. It's the history that's creating the challenge. And so what would be really wonderful if each of you individually started to imagine your childhood differently. Like perhaps because when I look at your childhood, I see more complaining, you know, like people are complaining about the money. Like I think it was okay, you know, certainly better than my childhood where, you know, there really wasn't any money. (laughs) And so when people were complaining, it was, oh, logical. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's freaked out. So, uh, so if, if both of you, if your husband could start to imagine that in his childhood, there was enough money, like in his brain, rewrite a new story about there was enough money, there was plenty in savings, you know, that it wasn't a worry in the family. And then, of course, if you could start to imagine that neither one of your parents worried about it, that they taught you guys had, which I think they did, they taught you how to save the, the kids in the family, and, and that what a blessing money was, and that, we're, that how lucky and fortunate your family is to have comfort. So that's what I would do is start changing your childhood stories, and it will actually begin to change your adult story right now. Okay. And, and quickly. In other words, your guides are showing me that doing this will make a difference. Oh, okay. Yeah, because that's what you want. Pardon? Are they saying how soon it would happen? Uh, well, they say quickly. So, you know, things could change before the end of the year. In fact, here's one of the wonderful things about um, manifesting and co-creating is that anything can change at any moment. But it's almost like energetically we have to create a space within our brain and our own auric field to allow it to happen. And when we have fear or discomfort about a subject in our aura, it's almost like it's repelling the huge potential that's out there. So in doing these rewriting your stories individually, um, it could make a big change quickly. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, and keep me posted. Okay, I will. All right, thank you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Our next caller is Lynn in Linwood. Hi, Lynn. How are you? Hello. Hi, what can I do for you? Well, um, I guess I'm going to ask about physical things. I can kind of connect to all the previous calls. Don't you love (laughs) that one? Yeah, Yeah, it's great. I'm like, okay, that's been answered. Adrenal, difficult marriage, (laughs) overwhelm, (laughs) and creating a space for yourself. It's like, okay, check, 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 check. But I'm struggling with um, Hashimoto's autoimmune thyroid. Uh So I'm trying to find a practitioner to work with. And I've had it for many years. Right. But um, just wondering how to go about treating it and Mm -hmm. what's you know, which direction to go in. Well, you do have a blinking light at your thyroid, which is an mm-hmm. indicator to me of thyroid problems. And it's red, so it means it's acute. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when I look at people's thyroids, um, it might be light pink, like me, you know, it would mean to me that they're medicated and then medication is working. So even in mm-hmm. your case, even if you're medicated, it's not working, in my opinion, or not working well enough if you are using medication. So here's the thing. When I dive into your throat chakra, which is, you know, governs the thyroid gland, which is all about mm-hmm. personal power, it's mm-hmm. like you use your power in a way that works against you. Mm-hmm. Do you get frustrated easily? Yes. Yeah. And do you yell? <laughs> No, if I yell, it's totally out of character. Ah, really? So <laughs> yes. you, you just keep it inside, like you're yelling inside but not outside. Yes, yeah, definitely. So here's your homework assignment, and I don't normally give this particular exercise for the thyroid gland, but in your case it works, and of course <laughs> it will help the adrenals and the reproductive organs. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend that you start to have some temper tantrums. <laughs> Really? Okay. You know, okay. go in a room, lay down, kick and scream like you're two. 
All right. And you don't have to be angry to do this. I think you need to get it out. I would also mm-hmm. start talking to either trees or rocks or kitty cats or dogs about what you're frustrated about. Because it's your frustration that is creating a lot of negative charged energy around your throat chakra. Okay. Oh, and now I'm seeing your mother. Has your mother passed? She has, but yeah. I can feel her with me this week especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your guides are the ones who are talking to me about your mom. Um, was it challenging with her? Yeah, she had um, cancer when I was nine. She died when I was nine. Oh, oh I'm yeah. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, so, you know, as a kid, you couldn't complain, you know, uh-uh. right? Uh-uh. And so you've kept this, you know, bought, you know, inside and bottled up. So here's what your guides are saying. I love their input. They want you to start talking to your mom. Okay. I have been doing that this week, actually. Good. And complain. Yeah. You can cry. You can scream. You can yell. Because if you're a little kid and, you know, when we are little and we have really healthy parents, they encourage us to scream and yell and cry and and, and act out. And yeah. you obviously couldn't for lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let her. She wants to just be there for you. You're not going to hurt her. You're not going to upset her. She's just going to be loving and compassionate about it. She's matured a lot on the other side so she's a mm. perfect parent for you right now okay great. okay and then and then you should be able to notice a change in your Hashimoto's I do love Dr. Sheila Denmerich she's one of my favorite holistic mm-hmm. um, providers she's a naturopath um, you can um, find information about her on my website because I'm going to be interviewing her soon so that if you go to the radio page you'll you know see a link to her and you can check her okay. out or you can ask her you know if she's not in your area you can ask her office who they would recommend Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Have a beautiful day. And your mother just thanks. sends you tons of love. Well, thanks. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. Isn't it nice that Lynn lives in Linwood? It is. Maybe Holly from Hollywood can call Ooh. in. Lake from Lakewood. Maybe that's, <laughs> maybe that's stretching it. Let's talk to Molly in Seattle. Hi, Molly. How are Hi, you? Hi, Marie. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. I, I feel like I've sensed... I've been looking behind my shoulder as if someone's there yeah hello yeah (laughs) and um and even got woken up once with my hand being hit oh really like tapped or smacked smacked. (laughs) did it hurt no hurting no it didn't hurt but it scared me well you know guides do wake us up they're they're notorious for waking up people between 2 and 4 a.m because it's quiet and and a lot of people freak out you know like oh god you know why am I getting up? But it's really a, in, in your. You could actually feel them hitting your hand, going, "Come on, hello, we got we got some stuff to chat about. Wake up!" It's a perfect opportunity to actually do some automatic writing early in the morning if you're woken up by your spirit guides, because they they feel like, okay, she's not listening de- during the day, she's not meditating, which of course is what they're saying to me all the time. So we're gonna wake you up in the middle of the night and have a little chat with you when you're not thinking about your husband who's sleeping next to you or the animals in the house or the people in the world. So I would definitely take notes. And so what happens when you do automatic writing, you get a piece of paper and you could actually just write a question, a specific one or a general one, or you could say, hello, does anybody want to chat with me right now? (laughs) And then you just start writing whatever comes into your awareness. And, And then after maybe 10 or 15, sometimes 20 minutes, put down the writing material, go to the bathroom or get a glass of water. Um, take a few moments and then come back and read it um, so that you can get the messages that your guides are wanting to tell you when you're awake, but somehow we're not available. Okay. So it's the, it's an attention getting thing. Yes. Got it. Okay. It's an attention. And your guides love you. They say that you're progressing really well. Oh, good. 
Yes, yeah. I think so. Things are happening. Yeah, they are. So they said 2012 and 13 are going to be big for you. Big, big changes. Oh, wow. That's exciting. So whatever you're sensing, because you actually can sense that you even have some ideas, they want you to uh, trust those, that that is happening. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, that's very helpful. Yeah. And so do you sense yours around? Like, is it a physical oh, yeah. sense? Okay. I okay. can see them. And I even, oh. yeah, I can actually see them. In fact, my primary guard, um, guy, Kozar, he looks like um, Sean Connery. He's really cute. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He's, but whenever I see him, like, full on see him, I'm like, uh-oh, what did I do? <laughs> he never really makes me feel that way, really. It's just, I'm like, oh, my gosh, because I hear them all the time. And, you know, and I can see a reflection of them in my mind. But when it's like a spontaneous vi- visitation like that, I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, but but guides aren't really like that. They're very compassionate and unconditional and um, are always there for support. Okay, great. All right? Thanks very much. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right, you too. So we could probably take one 30-second answer. Yeah. You know, we're sorry we're not getting to all the people on the phone lines, but you can come to the Stepping Into Consciousness class tonight at the Redmond Town Center, Marriott, between 7 and 9, and we'll talk about spirit guides some more. So who do we have, Eric? We've got Jackie and Jackie Wood. I mean, Redmond on the line. Oh, hi, Jackie. How are you? Hi, Marie. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, I'm in a new relationship. It's been about four months, and I just wanted to see what my spirit guides would say. This is... This is really new for me. I haven't uh, been with anybody for like 12 years or older, so right. longer. So I don't know. I just was curious. Well, what your spirit guides are saying overall is that you need to relax, calm down. They feel like you're pretty anxious about it. Is that true? A little bit. Yeah, I think I might be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you would know better than me, but that's what they're saying. And, and actually, you're going to get a better insight into how well the relationship is going or if this is a good relationship for you if you can be really relaxed so okay. it's going to be you know in other words they i think even the anxiety is trying to kind of tell you something potentially about this relationship that you may not want to pursue but 12 years they're saying okay it's time for you to move into a relationship but this may not be the one that you're thinking of okay Okay. Okay. How many spirit guides do I have? I know that I get I get hits, and I know mm-hmm. sometimes I don't even pay attention, and then later on I go, "Darn, that's where it was." You have a lot right now. You have over twenty, so you have an open archway too. Which, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to go into great conversation with about. However, um, on March first. My um, CD program, which we'll talk about archways, will be available. And we'll talk about them tonight, too, at the Stepping Into Consciousness class. You have a lot of guides, tons of help. Ask for guidance regarding this relationship and calm down about it. Breathe, relax, um, because it will lead you ultimately to something wonderful. Okay, that's the breathing. That's what I've been hearing. Just breathe. So. Good, good. That's yeah. lovely. Have a beautiful day, Jackie. Thank okay, you for calling thank you in. Thank so much. All right. Thank you, everyone. Joyful blessings until next week. Bye-bye.